You'll know nothing and be happy. At least that's what George Soros is hoping. The eternal boogeyman is back, and he's living up to his nefarious reputation. He will be the largest shareholder of Odyssey, the second largest radio broadcaster in the U.S. Let me repeat that. George Soros will be the largest shareholder of the second largest radio broadcaster in the U.S. How much did that cost him? A cool $400 million. It seems like Soros took that axiom, never let a good crisis go to waste, quite seriously. So how did this happen exactly? Glad you asked. In January, Odyssey filed for bankruptcy after getting crushed by more than $2.6 billion of debt. Soros quickly bought up $400 million of that debt, which is about 40% of the company's senior debt. Under Odyssey's bankruptcy plan, existing shareholders would be relieved of their ownership. The new high-ranking creditors would then get repaid with stock in the new, improved, and restructured company. Enter George Soros. A Houston bankruptcy court has to approve the plan. A hearing for that is scheduled for this Tuesday, February 20th. If all goes as planned, George Soros will be the largest shareholder of a company that operates 220 radio stations. So why is no one in the press really talking about it? The easy answer is the media is inept and biased. The deeper answer is that this news story might uncover an even more unsettling fact, that 90% of media is controlled by six companies. You see, that's far worse, and it might make you rethink if you can believe anything the media says. It's why the pandemic narrative was so overwhelming. The media was all controlled by the same few people. Sure, your flavor might be Fox News, while your brothers might be CNN, and your neighbors might be ABC, but you're all feeding from the same trough. It's the illusion of choice. Forty years ago, 90% of media was controlled by 50 companies. The 80s brought us more than bad hair. President Reagan's economic policies and deregulation by the FCC allowed American media to devolve into one big blob with few leaders. Ever see those montages of anchors at local stations across the U.S. saying literally the same words about a news story? Funny to watch, but far less funny to live under. Less competition, more control, quasi-monopolies. It's the American way, according to the boomers that set it up. You see, we don't need the outright barbarity of George Orwell's 1984 novel. We don't have to have the thought police and thought crimes. When the media is controlled by just a few companies, they'll put the correct thoughts in your head without you even knowing it. They'll train you in the ways of doublethink, so you naturally have contradicting thoughts at the same time and see nothing wrong with it. For example, men can get pregnant. They'll train you in the way of newspeak, where one word is exchanged for another for political purposes. For example, what are your pronouns? There are 72 of them, don't forget. They'll show you how to use duck speak, where you essentially disconnect from your own brain and rapidly say whatever the party needs, regardless of truth. For example, in the COVID-19 pandemic, you were told to wear masks and stand six feet apart because the CDC said so, even though there was no scientific precedent for it. And let's not forget Orwell's Two Minutes of Hate that featured an assembly where party members shouted against their rivals when they appeared on the screen before them. For example, the Republican debates. That was nothing but media guiding you on how to hate what you see in front of you. And they weren't doing it for your benefit or for critical thinking. It's the corporate media against everybody else. 
You see, they do this with serious news stories as well. For example, a mass shooter's race is only revealed and intimated to be the cause if he's a white guy. Speaking about sensitive subjects requires trigger warnings these days. Those that oppose vaccine mandates or believe alternate reasons for the way things are get labeled with pejoratives like anti-vaxxer or conspiracy theorist. Those tricks are salient and built in as the norm, but it defies logic. Nevertheless, since 90% of the media is doing it, the masses believe it to be true, the right way. Those Orwellian two minutes of hate have leaped out of the book pages, except now those two minutes will be all day long on your radio station. The media scared everyone into believing there was Russian collusion in 2016. It never happened, but what a great distraction. They made us think our elections were at risk from the outside, when really they're at risk from the inside of the country. The media would know they are the risk. If just a few companies own the words coming from the media, you won't be allowed to even think for yourself. Just imagine if George Soros controls your radio dials, what type of talk radio will you even be allowed to hear this election? Our media is morphing into the same structure as our political system. There's left and right and nothing else. Everyone is just arguing over who gets to manage the death-starved tyranny we've been building for decades. 2024 may very well be the year American discourse dies. As singer Jim Morrison once said, whoever controls the media controls the mind. Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for an all-new episode. In the meantime, be sure to follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Variety on Social, True Social, X, BitChute, and Rumble.